0: Hello and welcome to the first episode of Third Heaven Authority Podcast. I'm Mike Thompson. Today, I would like to share with you my first visit to Third Heaven. Why call it Third Heaven? Well, you'll discover that as we proceed. But even the Apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians 12, verses 1 through 4, talked about how that he was caught up to the Third Heaven. My understanding is that the First Heaven is the stellar heavens, the universe, the physical creation. The second heaven is actually the spiritual atmosphere surrounding us, in which the activity and operation of human spirits, angelic spirits, demonic spirits. In October of 2010, CK and I were involved in an intercessory prayer meeting. This meeting was held in a penthouse suite of a high-rise hotel praying for the following day, an evangelistic meeting that was going to begin in the city. As we were praying, the rooms were filled with people interceding, praying, praying in the Spirit, speaking the Word of God, reading scriptures, praying as effectively as any prayer group that I'd ever been involved with. But in the midst of it, after I had walked around various rooms and looked out the windows, because this was evening, I could see the city and the lights of the city all around us from an elevated position. I went into the living room area and I sat down on the carpet, leaning back against the wall, just praying in the Holy Spirit. And that's when it happened. The Holy Spirit caught me away. Now, I was used to this because the Holy Spirit very often would just initiate that kind of an encounter and would just pull me into the spiritual realm. But I felt myself beginning to lift, and I went right up through the ceiling in that penthouse suite, and then through the roof of the hotel, and found myself in this encounter right up above the hotel, looking over the same lights of the city that I had viewed before. Except the difference is that as I looked up, I saw hovering in the atmosphere above the city numerous small lights. They were dull, dingy, amber, and reddish in color. I instinctively knew that they were demonic spirits. You see, there was no glory on them at all. It was a dull, dingy light that was proceeding from them. And I had learned over the years that in the Spirit, the presence or absence of how things glow, what they look like, tells the origin of the Spirit. There was no glory of God on them. I rose right through them. And then I found myself standing in a large room in heaven. In front of me was a throne, and the Lord Jesus Christ was actually seated upon the throne. There were angels standing on both sides of the throne. And then behind the throne were slightly larger beings. Angelic, perhaps, but I couldn't quite make out their form. I even wondered if they could have been living creatures. Then I noticed that there was a canopy of slowly swirling rainbow colors all over and around the throne. They were very deep in color, beautiful, richer, more intense than what I had ever experienced here on the earth. Accompanying that were soft heavenly sounds music and voices that were just all around. I I couldn't distinguish exactly what they were because, again, some of them were not earthly sounds. They were heavenly sounds. The room was distinguished by the colors and the sounds and the glory of it. It created its own specific atmosphere in that throne room. And I stood there before the Lord, captivated by All I was seeing and hearing and experiencing. I was wondering to myself why I only saw one throne because I, quite frankly, expected to see two. I mean, there's the Father and then Jesus at his right hand. But then inside of me, there was injected a thought by the Spirit of God. And in Revelations 4.2, John said, Immediately I was in the Spirit. And behold, a throne set in heaven, and one sat on the throne. Then I felt more comfortable and at peace. Then I noticed that I felt completely loved, accepted, and valued standing there before Jesus. I could look into his face, and I just felt that total acceptance. There was absolute peace in that love. Then I noticed something else. If I was feeling complete love, acceptance, and value, and total peace, then it meant that there was a complete absence of fear, intimidation, condemnation, shame, guilt, disapproval, inadequacy, failure, self-doubt, all those things we struggle with here on the earth. And the revelation just absolutely overwhelmed me. And on the inside, I could hear myself say, Lord, is this who you created us to be? Is this what it feels like to be a new creation in Christ Jesus? I noticed that the hooks of the second hell and realm had come out completely. And I was pure and holy standing before the Lord. Jesus didn't say a word. He just allowed me to stand there and take it all in. Then the Holy Spirit turned me around. I just felt it. I turned counterclockwise to where I was facing the other way away from the throne, and my back was to Jesus. Before me there in the floor was a circular portal approximately 6 to 10 feet in diameter It was foreseen through the second heaven to observe activities on the earth. I could see all the way down to the prayer group, way down below me in that city. I could see the city all around them. I could see up above them the numerous small reddish demons in the atmosphere. Uh, They were the ones that they were dealing with from their perspective On the earth looking up trying to pull down strongholds from below but from my perspective in heaven looking down I was able to see what they couldn't there was a larger dull green colored light above the smaller red ones and again there was no glory in it that's when I heard the Lord speak His words came into my back because I was facing the other way, and I heard them just rumble on the inside of me. That's a general giving orders to the demons under him, he said. Launch your warfare from here. Instantly, a strong sense of authority rose within me, and my thoughts were, launch my warfare from here. Absolutely, I'll kick demon butt. I'll destroy every stronghold that they've ever built. I noticed that the lack of hesitation was because there wasn't any fear. Authority was given at that particular point. In many of the visions that I've had with the Lord, I have felt him speaking. An angels sometimes speak to me and they come into my back and then they impart Information and sometimes it'll come out of my mouth and be spoke into the spiritual atmosphere. So I kind of was accustomed to that. But in a fraction of a second, when the Lord said that, "Launch your warfare from here," there were a lot of questions that started, you know, processing through my minds. One was. We use spiritual armor in warfare. So if I'm warring from here, talking about heaven, do I need armor in heaven? Again, the answer was impressed into my thinking. I just heard it. It said, you already know that the Apostle Paul called the armor in Ephesians 6, verses 10 through 17, as spiritual revelation." the understanding of who you are as a new creation. And he said, it's part of you on earth because it's already part of you in heaven. And then I understood. Then more words came into my back. Only this time, they came through me and out of my mouth. Looking down at the head demon, the words were just coming into me and flowing out of me. And I heard myself say this. In the name of Jesus, I dislodge your assignment, speaking to the general. I break every strategy and every stronghold and dismantle the communication structure between you and the lower-level demons. I speak confusion into your ranks now. And as I took authority over that general, and other demons. Then angels would respond, the ones that were standing in the throne room, and as one command would come out of my mouth, an angel on the right side would shoot like lightning down. And then another part of the command, then an angel from the left would, whoosh, shoot like lightning down. They were hearkening Unto the command of the Lord and of faith. And they were to enforce that command. As long as I was enforcing God's word. Then the angels were enforcing my words. This went on for quite a while. And then when it stopped. I stood there and I looked around the throne room for several minutes. Jesus got up and walked over to me. And he said, I'm giving you the assignment to teach third heaven authority to my people. Now that's the first time I had ever heard those words. Third heaven authority. They came from the lips of Jesus. That's why I teach on it now. It was a commission from him. I realized that the Apostle Paul had used that third heaven authority phrase. But here I'm hearing Jesus say it. He went on, we are now entering a season when the veil between the physical realm and the spiritual realm will seem to get thinner. He said believers will increasingly have more spiritual encounters. There'll be visions and dreams that become more prevalent. Believers will learn what it's like to operate in the spirit, to flow in heavenly things. He said, however, this is universal in the spiritual realm. So demonic encounters will also increase in spiritism, the occult, mind science, religions, and other people who just open themselves up to dark things. He said, teach my children third heaven authority so they will not be deceived by seducing spirits. They need to realize who I have created them to be and what they're capable of accomplishing. He said, there needs to be credibility among those who learn how to walk in the ways of the spirit. Then he began to talk about angels And he said, angels are involved in every aspect of warfare, much more than you're aware of. He said, learn to depend upon them by letting them do their job. They respond to your authority. Then he said, third heaven authority is about perspective. You know, in a different encounter prior to this, The Lord had spoken to me one time. He actually just took me into the spirit. And I had this encounter where in this vision, I saw a host of angels that were up just circling over the city that I lived in. And as I looked down and I could see numerous people that were lighted, I could tell that they were Christians. And when those Christians would begin to pray in faith and authority, when they would begin to decree things in the spirit and and speak the word of God over situations, every time that there was authority, one of those angels in the atmosphere would swoop down. Because as they were just speaking uh, the people, the Christians, about normal things, their words were normal, but when there was faith and authority involved in it spiritually, then their words would turn into a sword. And as the sword came out of their mouths, then on the blade of the sword was written the command. And as the angel swooped down, he would grab the handle of the sword, and then he would just follow the sword to fulfill the commandment that was written on it, to accomplish it. So Jesus was saying third heaven authority is about perspective. Learn to use your spiritual eyes to view things from heaven's point of view, not earth's point of view. It was from heaven looking down rather than from earth looking up. He said, only the Holy Spirit can give you the kind of perspective that you need in accomplishing this. So I asked myself, why up above? The kingdom is in and around us. The spirit realm is around us. God heard it. And in my spirit, I could hear his voice say, The kingdom rule is inside of you, but the kingdom throne is above you. And then he quoted John three thirty one. John said, He who comes from above, talking about the place, is above all talking about authority. Then Jesus said, looking from earth's perspective is purely physical and is susceptible to a consciousness of sin. Heaven's perspective is one of righteousness. The spiritual eyes of the new creation is free from guilt and a consciousness of sin. So when we look from heaven down, it is with spiritual authority, not worry and guilt. Now, I recognized his words as being a fuller expression, and explanation of Hebrews 10, verses 2 and 22. I certainly was experiencing that absence of guilt myself in the throne room and how it emboldened me. He went on. When Paul was caught up to third heaven, he had to learn how to apply what he saw and heard to his earthly life. Satan buffeted Paul in an attempt to steal that revelation from him. And that's when he asked me to remove the buffeting. But then he was able to see grace from heaven's point of view and to walk in spiritual authority. My grace is sufficient. At that moment, just verses from Paul's letter to the Ephesians seemed to just explode inside of my heart. They were just, I was just going through them numerously. Just, and then the Lord said the last thing to me. Until now, you're waiting for the Holy Spirit to initiate these encounters. You can initiate themselves any time you choose. And he was right. I've had many, many experiences with the Lord, many visions. These kind were initiated by the Holy Spirit. And he was telling me that I could come back to heaven, that I could initiate by my faith. And indeed, I have many times since then, but also... There are the ones that are very special to me in this sense, when the Holy Spirit initiates it, and I'm caught away. After the Lord was through, then one of the angels motioned to me to follow him, and he led me through what appeared to be the wall in the throne room. There was no door. It was just made up. The entire room was made up of the colors and the sounds and just the glory, the expression of the glory around the throne room. We walked right through the colors and the sounds that were surrounding the room. We were instantly in another room, and its colors and sounds were slightly different than the throne room. And without the angel having to even say a word, I understood what he was showing me. That anointings were very important in heaven as well as they are on earth. The colors and the sounds had distinctive purpose. They represented the design and the function of each room and the anointing that was weaved through them and that room. Different anointings facilitate the different purposes of each room. Suddenly, the experience ended. I was back sitting on the floor in the penthouse, sweet again, praying in my spiritual prayer language. I remembered also in Second Corinthians 12, those first four verses, where Paul said that whether in the body or out of the body, he didn't know when he was taken to third heaven. And that was my experience. I wasn't sure what exactly had happened at that point. So I looked around the room to see if anyone was watching. No one seemed to notice, so I assumed my body didn't go anywhere, that it was a spiritual encounter. But nonetheless, I had been to third heaven, and the Lord had given an assignment to me to teach his people how to walk in third heaven authority. He impressed upon me that there were many others that would be accomplishing that also, because of the phase that we were entering in. And as I look back, the years that have followed that encounter, I'm so glad that the Lord had given me the vision because, and the assignment, because I see how that the spiritual realm has been opening so much. And God needs people who will not be deceived but who will understand who they are in Jesus Christ, who Jesus Christ is on the inside of them, what it means to be a new creation in him, to live from the inside out, to have an experience with God whereby the Holy Spirit carries them up and they do not look at things on the earth, problems that they experience as just something on the linear level whereby they just go forward and try to take care of it. You know, in 1998, long time before this specific vision, the Lord first started dealing with me about going up and over situations. The Holy Spirit caught me away into a vision and the Lord talked to me about how that I was praying and I was using faith and authority very effectively, as effectively as I could at that point in that way, but I was doing it on a linear level. I was standing there, I was dealing with the enemy, with demonic spirits, with finances, with uh, bodies that were sick and feeble that I was praying for. All of these kind of things, just on the linear level, trying to change them on that level. And the Lord said, if you will learn how to come up and over, and he showed me, like a fountain of water, only it was a fountain of light, that it would shoot up and over the problem and land where he wanted me to be. He said if I would do that from a heavenly perspective rather than a linear earthly one, that I would accomplish so much more. That's what I'm talking about. Third heaven authority. The view from above, not the view from beneath. The encounter that I had is not just for me. He said, teach third heaven authority to my people. If you will join me in future episodes as I unpack what was revealed to me in this encounter and others, revelation from the word of God, backing everything up by scripture. It will dramatically increase your spiritual boldness, your authority, giving you greater spiritual authority in your walk with Jesus, in your life, in your prayers. God is going to do something dramatic for you. Subscribe to Third Heaven Authority with Mike Thompson on Charisma Podcast Network, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or on other podcast platforms. Join me in future episodes for a great adventure. God bless.